You've just tuned into Beyond Your Past, part of the Mental Health News Radio Network. Welcome back to Beyond Your Past. I'm your host, Matt Pappas, certified life coach specializing in overcoming anxiety and trauma recovery. And this podcast is all about helping you move forward from what holds you back. Each week, you'll hear from coaches, clinicians, and advocates who've overcome tremendous odds and are now using their journey to inspire you throughout yours. This is your place to feel validated and encouraged as you take your life back and live free from your past. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, greetings, my friend, and thanks so much for taking some time out of your day to tune into the show. And I hope that this episode inspires and encourages you on your own journey. Special welcome if you're listening to the podcast for the very first time. I hope that you'll enjoy it and perhaps consider checking out some other episodes as well. And for those of you who are regular listeners, you guys all rock. You're all amazing, and I definitely appreciate the support so very much. A big shout out to my amazing sponsors, inlpcenter.org, offering a world-class online neurolinguistic programming and life coach training to people in over 70 countries. I'm honored to be able to receive my certifications from INLP Center and utilize their research and incredible training programs. And to daily recovery support, interactive daily group calls in a safe atmosphere for survivors of complex trauma, equipping you with the skills and information you can use every single day in your healing journey. Learn more about this affordable resource and get signed up at cptsdfoundation.org. If you find these podcasts helpful, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite podcasting app. That would be awesome. So today I'm joined by author and history professor, Leo Zachary. Leo approached me about coming on the podcast to talk about his new book, Archangel, which explores the life of Raven, the main character and protagonist who was a 17-year-old girl with strange powers and even stranger dreams. Haunted by the death of her father and battling schizophrenia, she struggles to make sense of her world. The book is the first in a series which Raven continues to explore who she is and the secrets that reveal themselves along her journey of self-discovery. Leo shares his inspiration for the book and the research he undertook that immersed him into the world of not only schizophrenia, but depression, PTSD, overcoming trauma, alienation, and other mental health challenges, and how this experience helped shape the characters in the book and the story. My chat with Leo was also a great reminder that, even as someone who is involved with survivors and the mental health community on a regular basis, taking the time to see things from a new perspective and appreciate the realizations that come with taking on a new challenge allows us to broaden our horizons and reach out for new ways of understanding. Whether or not that changes anything about our perspective ultimately doesn't really matter, because just being open to exploring new ideas with an open mind can always be a good thing. So let's join my chat with author and professor Leo Zachary and his book, Archangel, starting right now. So, hey, Leo, welcome to Beyond Your Past. It's great to have you on the show. How are you? Thanks, Matt. It's great to be here. I'm doing great. Excellent, excellent. I'm very excited to learn about the book that you've written and uh, your thoughts on the mental health community and your experiences and all that great stuff here. And I'm and I'm glad that you reached out to me through email um, several months ago to uh, you know to come on the show here and talk about this book because I think it's uh it's going to be a great topic and I'm excited to learn more about it. But before we get into that, if you want to take a few minutes and say hello to everybody and share a little bit about yourself, that would be great. Sure. Um, my name is Leo Bakri. Um I've been teaching history for the last 10 years. Um, I used to work in radio. I spent 14 years in radio. 
I always had uh, a passion. I've always been a creative person, and I've always had a passion for writing. And I started writing uh, many, many years ago, and I actually started working on this book more than 10 years ago. And it took so many different, you know, turns and, and so many different incarnations. And finally, it just all came together uh, last year. And, and I feel it finally came together at the right time. So if there's anybody listening out there who's been working on something for a long time and you feel like, oh, it's never going to come together. Believe me, it, it, when it comes together, it's coming together at the right time. So because uh, now everything I've got so much mo- momentum behind me now and uh, I'm just really excited about it. That's awesome. And I'm sitting over here in Pennsylvania raising my hand because I've been working on a couple of books and one that I have a partner with, which, which actually works out better because we're kind of, we're kind of tag team in this effort, but it is taking a bit longer than, than I probably, um, initially realized. And then like writing one of my own is taking exponentially longer. So I can definitely relate to what you're saying. And I'm looking forward to when the time comes to get those, those both published that it will be. Uh, something where the uh, momentum and the and 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 the feeling of coming together will be something amazing. So that's awesome. Um, and so let's let's kind of talk about the book a little bit um, and just share. Um, you know, you mentioned how uh, it took quite a number of years to put together and to write, and how everything changed. So if you want to tell us about the title and kind of your inspiration for the book, and um, you know, we can just kind of start uh, chatting about the main characters and the plot and kind of see how that relates to mental health. Sure. The book is called Archangel. It, it, like I said, it took me so long to write. It, it's a, a story about a young woman uh, named Raven. Uh, she is trying to find her place in the world, uh, like many people are. And uh, she has some strange powers. She also is battling schizophrenia. And uh, that was is such an interesting challenge to um, you know, take on. Um, it, it just opens up so many different things. And when I, when I started writing that, it was never like a, a gimmick. It was never like, Oh, let, let's, let's, you know, give her this. And it, it, I, it just felt like organic. It felt like, yeah, th- this is something that is really part of the character. And so a lot of this story as it unfolds, because this is the first novel in a planned series, a lot of this is going to tackle how she deals with this. Uh, uh, as anyone who, uh, you know, deals with schizophrenia knows, it's it's not easy. And um, this is going to be, uh, like I said, a big part of the character. Uh, and it's it's going to present tougher challenges going forward in, in future novels. Uh, you know, it, it's not something that, you know, essentially, the, the story deals with uh, someone with superpowers. Um, but uh, if, if you've ever seen any any movies, uh, you know that's kind of pretty popular right now. Uh, movies about superheroes. Um, this is not just like, oh, I have this, uh, you know, thing in my chest, and once we get this operation and get it removed, I'll be okay. Uh, you know, this is something that you know you have to deal with. And uh, so I, I thought that was just such a um, a big part of the character and it was such a great uh obstacle uh for her to you know to overcome to to deal with this because it's just something you know you might have your good days you might think oh okay i can deal with this and then you know just like everybody else you're you know sometimes you get knocked down and, and uh sometimes it seems like it's too much and so uh that to me was such an interesting challenge to write 
And so I'm really, uh, really enjoying the whole process, and uh, I'm working on novel number two now, uh, which I'm planning to come out uh, later in the fall this year. Yeah, and something you mentioned, um, you know, just hit me right off the bat in that um, whenever you deal with any type of of mental health struggle, um, you have those those good days, you have those rough days, those those days when you feel empowered and everything's going pretty well, and and, and the other days where you're just kind of like, I can't even get out of bed today everything's too overwhelming and just, you know, things really kind of take their toll. And it is, it's this ongoing battle. And I think it's interesting that you're taking the uh, superhero approach. Cause I mean, obviously, as you mentioned, type of uh, movie and content is huge nowadays. So I think it's a great way to kind of tackle this because, you know, I think a lot of times for those of us who struggle with anything, we don't often feel like superheroes, but in a way, if we can kind of, um, you know, turn around our struggles into a way to feel empowered, we are all superheroes because of the things we've overcome, the ways that we have to tackle stigma every day and judgments and the way we have to tackle our own fears and demons and our own past. And so I really, I really like the take of this and I honestly can't wait to read it. So how, how did you go about, and I guess maybe share a little bit about the research that you've had to do with this and kind of more on how that really helped shape the character and the, and the storyline. Because I would imagine the more research you did, the more ideas you had, and, and the more this character really started to develop, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. As, as any writer um, knows, you know, you really have to do a lot of research. Uh, and I would say most of the research that you do doesn't even end up in the book. It's just you, you need to get a context for things. You need to flesh out things. You need to understand things. Um, but uh, one of the reasons this, this novel took me so long to write is um, I didn't always have this uh, protagonist. I, I actually um, – that the novel was a male protagonist, and it was third-person point of view. And it just wasn't really clicking. I had a good story, but it, it just – something wasn't clicking. And then this character just came to me one day just as inspiration. So it's a, now it's a female protagonist, and it's a first-person point of view. And it just so – it flowed so organically, and, and that, that's what really turned things around. Um, so as I, as I started writing, and you know, the kind of story it is, it, it's really a psychological thriller. And I had to do a lot of research uh, in, into science. Um, the protagonist is uh, very interested in science, and uh, her father um, was interested in science, and that's what her interested. I had to do research on a lot of different branches of physics, uh, solid-state physics, spectroscopy, radio physics, molecular physics. Um, and I also did uh, research on, on things like lock picking. Uh, so, you know, so I know how to pick locks now, which is really great. Um, but uh, other things such as uh, DID, PTSD, schizophrenia, depression, uh, I had to research all of that and uh, really uh, just, you know, opened my eyes to a lot of things because uh, uh, a lot of what I learned was really for my own personal benefit. And there's some things that I wasn't aware of. And that's one of, in, in researching this, that's one of the things that really, kind of inspired me to say, hey, you know what, uh, this isn't just a good story. I can actually use this as a vehicle to really educate people and to bring awareness to the mental health uh, issues. Uh, because if I didn't know any of this stuff, there's probably millions of other people that, that, did, that don't know it either. So uh, that's, that's one of the things that uh, really, again, kind of fell into place and, and it just it clicked and I said, oh, man, that this is this is great to have this opportunity to, you know, 
I'm doing something I love, you know, in writing this novel. The story is very dear to me. And then it, it's just, it's such a great place that, um, you know, I get to talk about this and, and hopefully, you know, raise awareness to some of these issues. Yeah, absolutely. And um, everything that you mentioned, the PTSD, the uh, depression, all the all the different mental health challenges you mentioned, we cover all that stuff on this podcast uh, quite often. Now, I haven't covered lockpicking yet, so maybe we'll have you back <laughs> and, and, and you can tell us how that works. But um, because I'd actually be kind of interested. I don't know why I just am. But um, but it, it's just you're right. It's fascinating when you start doing research, you, your eyes get opened up to so many things that you were never really aware of. And, and and you discover so many things that maybe you're now passionate about that you maybe had no idea about before, um, just because maybe yeah. it was not part of your life for any number of reasons. So as you've been doing the research, as you wrote the book, as as you've learned so much um, about the mental health community and mental health challenges and the struggles of the main character of your book, um, which, by the way, I'll put links in the show notes for everyone as well, so they can definitely check it out. What have you learned maybe about the mental health community as far as things you see that are maybe problems or concerns? Um, that you are now aware of, um, you know, based on your research that maybe you had no idea about before, or maybe things that you would like to see changed. Um, because I know as a advocate and somebody who's involved in the mental health community, there's a whole lot of things that, you know, can definitely be improved upon, at least from my perspective. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the biggest things that, that I learned, uh, in researching, uh, PTSD, uh, most people, when they hear PTSD, uh, unfortunately, you know, they, they think of uh, soldiers returning from war. Uh, and that's that's a very, you know, uh, sadly, an all too common uh, thing. Um, but in my research, I didn't I was not aware of this. Uh, you don't have to experience or witness a major trauma to suffer from PTSD. PTSD can actually manifest itself through. Uh, small traumas that are repeated over and over over a long period of time. That's something that absolutely floored me because I thought, well, how many people in our society are suffering from this and how many people deal with this? And again, it doesn't even have to even be something that happened to you. It could be something you witnessed. So this could be, you know, say you're in a family and maybe you have a sibling uh, that, that's have, having a lot of problems with, you know, uh, one of your parents or both of your parents, and if you witness these these fights, these arguments or something, and, and that that are uh, you know get get very heated or whatever, uh, just witnessing this over and over and over over a long period of time, you know you could suffer from a form of PTSD. Uh, that's something that that really uh, that really got me because, like I said, I, I think that uh, most people, I certainly was one of them thought, oh, well, PTSD is just you have to see some kind of or experience some kind of major trauma. And that, that's not the case at all. So I, I think that's something that is uh, far more common than people realize. Um, another thing uh, that that you uh, that you that you mentioned, uh, you know, what, what are the, the biggest problems? Um, one of the biggest problems I see uh, in our society and, and really uh, in the mental health community um, I, uh, you mentioned before empowering people. I am just shocked at like this. We, we seem to have this like victim culture, and uh, that is something I think that absolutely needs to change because uh, you know my my whole attitude is all about empowering people. 
Uh, and, you know, I've, I've been listening to your podcast. I know you're, you're really into empowering people. Uh, I, I really would like to see this victim culture kind of change and to get away from that and to be more about empowering people. And that's one of the things that I really hope to, um, to, to accomplish with this novel is, you know, on so many different levels to, you know, to empower people, to empower uh, anyone, but to empower young women uh, to to bring like an awareness of you know women to the the, the STEM fields, the science, technology, engineering, math, um, uh, people with uh, you know mental health issues, uh, or or people that are just you know family members of people dealing with mental health issues. Um, that's that's something that that I I really would like to engage more in and and get involved in more. So that that's the big thing I would say is empowering people. Yeah, and something you mentioned um, a couple of minutes ago, and just to backtrack for a minute, it is still kind of a general uh, thought process. Oftentimes, when you mention PTSD, that that the first place people go is a soldier, and so you know we never want to minimize that because obviously, uh, you know, we know the effects of PTSD for our men and women who are who are in our uh, military. It's one of the big things that I try and really, um, really try and and promote is the awareness that you are. Absolutely right. And that PTSD and complex PTSD, you know, develop not just, um, you know, from being a soldier, not just from experiencing a natural disaster, not just from experiencing one, one traumatic event. I mean, you know, it can be all types of abuse, all types of trauma, things you witness, um, even, even a one time event that maybe doesn't seem like much can develop you know, with, with PTSD, depending um, on if it's not treated and how severe it affected you and what maybe kind of memories that brings up. So, you know, I, I, I always bears repeating and I'm always, you know, happy to really try and, and let everybody know that complex trauma, post-traumatic stress disorder, it it can develop in just a myriad of ways and, and more ways that we're just learning about even now as we continue to do research and people continue to end their silence and come forward and learn about how the brain is affected by trauma and of course also how it heals by trauma. So you're right. I think that's a huge thing that we always want to drive home. And and then you mentioned about changing the victim mentality. And this is such a huge thing because so many people who experience trauma, um, you know, oftentimes on this podcast, we talk about abuse survivors and, um, and, and, or their family members and siblings and stuff. And when you can work through the victim mode and, and get to the empower mode. And, and, you know, we always want to stress that takes time, but getting to that point and then using your story to really empower others helps promote this, this survivor and thriver mentality and helps us move forward from the victim mode. And, you know, uh, by, by, by people shedding light on this topic and writing about it and talking about it and sharing on social media and, you know, kind of coming out of the darkness, out of the silence and not being ashamed of what happened. It, it, it's only going to help. And so I, I like the idea um, of, of the book you have and the struggles that your main character, the uh, protagonist tackles and, and the way that this can hopefully help the readers to, to maybe feel empowered and, and to feel like they aren't alone and maybe like they are a superpower. And so kind of getting back, to your book in a minute now the main character is raven is that correct the protagonist yes. okay yes and, and and so maybe share a little bit more about how the mental health challenges that raven struggles with poses a challenge in the story and how she overcomes it uh yeah so as i said before raven is a uh she's a a 17 year old uh girl uh and she's just kind of going through life you know she's in high school uh, she, she's trying to make sense of her world like a lot of people are, but 
you know, now add, add to this, she's got these strange powers. Um, she has what is called um, uh, psychometry. Uh, she can kind of, she's an empath. She can kind of read other people, uh, but she can also, if she's around something or she touches something, she can kind of feel uh, maybe a little bit about the history of that object um, or, or about people. Um, and she's doesn't know how to, you know, excessive. She she has this ability, but she doesn't really know how to use it. And sometimes it is so overwhelming for her that she just has to kind of turn it off. Uh, and she's she's trying to struggle with that. And then add to that, as I said, she has schizophrenia. Uh, and so she doesn't really, you know, kind of understand what's going on. And the, the story is about her uh, kind of discovering who she is. and a lot of that is an internal struggle, but there's also a lot of external things going on. She becomes part of something that seems like nothing at first, but then starts to, you know, get bigger. I, I don't want to, let's just say she, she discovers a few things through her powers of, you know, kind of feeling like the, the history of, of a place or an object. Um, and that leads her to discover some things that get her into some trouble. And, you know, the story kind of takes off from there. So, as I said, it, it's a psychological thriller. It has a, a lot to do with this young woman overcoming all of, the, all of these obstacles, a lot of them internal, uh, a lot of them external as well. Uh, she's battling with this mental illness, which um, the mental illness is not uh, addressed that much in, in the first novel, but it's going to become something, it's going, it's going to become much more prominent as, as the, the novels go on. Um, and it's, you know, it's just about this, 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 uh, young woman who is such a character. Um, I, I, I really, like she's a real person to me and I'm sure a lot of, uh, authors, a lot of writers feel the same way about their creation. Um, one of the interesting challenges with writing this story balancing humor and the very serious nature of the story because she is the kind of person that the way she deals with uh, things, uh, especially, you know, uh, troublesome things, so if she, she deals with things, is to kind of make fun of things. And so she's kind of got this running commentary on everything that she she's just kind of poking fun at everything. But it, it's it's kind of the way she it's her coping mechanism. You know, it's the way she deals with everything. Um, so there is there is definitely some humor. Uh, and like I said, it was kind of challenged to, I didn't want to make it too silly because this is a very serious, there's a lot of serious issues and it's a very serious story. Uh, but I didn't want to make it too dark. I wanted to, you know, to, to give it a little bit of light. Uh, so you can definitely see the humanity in this character. You know, she's got a lot going on. She's, uh, uh there, there's just a lot to her personality. And, uh, like I said before, I'm hoping that this is, that people will, enjoy it, that her character will resonate with people and that this will be something that people are interested in. And especially, uh, you know, young women um, that will, will look up to this and say, hey, you know what, if she can do this, then then I can do this. Yeah. And I want to give a big shout out to all of us who struggle with any kind of mental health challenge to be able to use humor as a coping mechanism, because I'm telling you sometimes just being able to to have a bit of a sarcastic mentality or, or to be able to laugh at something or just be able to shake your head and be like, my God, what the hell? I mean, just, yeah. just to be able to literally 
step back from the pain, from, from the, from the difficult day, from the struggles, from the stigma, from, from everything that comes along with living with any type of mental health challenge. And then sometimes you just step back and just be like, good God, like what the hell's happening? And then you, you just kind of laugh to yourself or, you know, or, or to be able to not take yourself so seriously that you're able to laugh at times and just, you know, kind of regroup and pause and look at something from, from a different angle. I think there is a world of healing and well-timed humor when you are dealing with any kind of mental health struggle in your life, if you're, if you're a survivor of trauma or anything. So I love that your character is able to um, incorporate this. So now, so you are a history teacher and how much have you been, or were you involved in, in the mental health world at all before you started this book? Uh, very little, very little. Um, I, uh, like most people, um, today, probably too many people, um, I have kind of battled with depression over the years. Uh, but, uh, you know, I really haven't had a lot of dealing with the mental health community, uh, that much at all. It was only through doing my research, uh, particularly, like I said, the, the, the PTSD and, and, and researching schizophrenia. I learned a lot about it, uh, that, that I didn't know. I said, Oh, oh my God, you know, this is something, uh, that I think, uh, more people probably uh, are affected by than I realized, uh, you know, and as, as we said before, you know, PTSD is, is not, uh, you know, just this traumatic, you know, uh, experience, as you mentioned, you know, the, the natural disasters uh, or, uh, you know, some, some kind of horrific event that happens to you. It could be, a, uh, it could be from an automobile accident uh, or it could be from, as I said, uh, just multiple smaller traumas over time, I think those are far more common. And, uh, you know, reading about that, I, I thought this, this is, I think, way more common than, um, than people realize. But the, you know, the, the, the great thing about that though, is, though, it, you know, it's very, it's treatable. You know, you, you can certainly, uh, you can certainly lead a normal life with this, but it, it's something that you have to recognize and uh, it, it would, you know, you would have to seek treatment. Um, so there, there is definitely hope for that. But, uh, you know, it's just been it's just been such an eye opening experience. Oh, absolutely. I mean, back when I first started to research, I mean, and I've told this story many times on this podcast and in my blog that when I first started working with a therapist to work through my past trauma, I had no idea I had PTSD. I was the same way that many people were. And, you know, and as we mentioned, still are today in that. PTSD is only for the battlefield. And then when she mentioned I, I had PTSD, I'm like, what? Like, seriously, come on. And so she explained it to me and broke it down. And over time I learned. And of course, now, you know, I understand what it is and, you know, and, and all, all the different aspects of it. But I think it's just, it, it's, um, it's always amazing whenever you start to immerse yourself in something new that you haven't really been exposed to much and you get to see what's really going on in, in that field of study and, and see what's going on with people who struggle and live with these things in everyday life. And so for you being a, a uh, history teacher now, and um, I want to get to, to the feedback of your readers in a minute, but for those who are kind of in your inner circles, maybe colleagues, family, um, what has been their response to the book and maybe the response more to going down the road of mental health and the superhero and just kind of diving into a world that you weren't really a part of before? Well, uh, the response uh, has so far has been great. Um, ev everyone that I know who's read it has loved it, um, or at least that's what they've told me. 
Um, you know, I, I don't think there's been that much of a response as far as like the, the mental health uh, issues. I think there, I think there is a comment on one of the reviews on on Amazon uh, that that mentions it, but there hasn't been that much feedback uh, as far as the the mental health issues go. Uh, but that's something that I'm I'm working on changing as the book uh, you know continues to get readers and and and, and reviewers and because I, I think it's been out since um, October of uh, 2018, right? That that's when yeah. it was published. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it, it's been um, a few months uh, since since it's been out, and um, you know I think as you continue to get more readers and more reviews, you'll start to see the mental health community share their insights more in those reviews and perhaps emails to you and whatnot. Um, and so I'm looking forward to hearing, you know, in the future, um, how the readers react to it and, and especially how they relate, because I believe, as you mentioned, this is the first book and then the future books will kind of continue to really address the mental health aspect of the superhero in, in your book more. And that's, you know, likely when you'll see a lot more of those, uh, you know, that, that type of feedback coming back, you know, when I first started writing, um, I had a whole lot of people messaging me quite often and, you know, obviously most of it was positive because, you know, they were glad to see a, a male coming out and talking about being an abuse survivor and, and this type of thing. But there were others who, who, who felt like I should just be quiet and, and, and kind of leave well enough alone and not bring it out in the open. And, you know, it's a sign of weakness and all these things that we know are not true, but there are people who still feel this way. And, you know, by leading the charge, you know, with authors, um, you know, and bloggers and podcasters and people who are doing their best to end, end the silence, hopefully we can really um, continue to help end that shame and that silence and help people understand that it's always okay to speak up. It's okay to feel empowered. It's okay to have a voice and, uh, and really just, you know, not feel so alone in their own problems and find a way to be able to use those, those, those struggles, those past traumatic events, whatever it is to, to your advantage as a, as a learning experience, as a way to share your story, as a way to be able to change the tide of your life. So you don't feel like you have to just be stuck or miserable or isolated or alone or live in some type of box of feeling what you can do because of, you know, insert mental illness here type of thing. So, um, so tell us a little bit more about the future book uh, ideas that you have coming. Well, uh, coming up uh, in, in the near future, I have the summer on a, a sci-fi or re releasing on Wattpad and through my, my Patreon account. Um, and then later on, probably in October, it'll be book two. Uh, so I'm going to be continuing this this series. I have about five or six novels planned in in this series. In the serial fiction, it's going to go by seasons. I have multiple seasons of that planned, so I'm going to keep going with that. Uh, yeah, but but this the story of Raven is still unfolding. There's there's a lot to go. Uh, it opens up like a Pandora's box, and and so there there's a lot that uh, so she has to deal with this. You know, while she's got these, you know, mounting outside struggles that are it's just getting worse and worse, uh, her inner struggles are, are going to be also getting worse and worse. And so she has to learn to manage uh, all of that, like any anybody else with uh, who who's dealing with any mental health issues. You know, you have to um, you have to live your life. You have to go through this no matter what's happening. Uh, it's it's still there, and you have to uh find a way to overcome you know you have to adapt to certain things and you have to overcome and so this is just that same thing but just on a, on a much larger and more fantastic kind of scale 
hopefully I, you know, manage to bring, you know, that, that balance of the, you know, as, as I said, like the, that, the humor and the darkness kind of not an easy thing to do because there's several more books I, I have with her and, and we're going to keep going with it. And uh, I hope that people stay along for the ride. I hope they really enjoy it. And I hope it does um, resonate with people and that uh, it does bring some awareness to some of the mental health issues, uh, whether it's, you know, schizophrenia, like she has or else, you know, even if it's not schizophrenia, I hope that it, it brings some kind of an awareness. And, and I would hope that people who are dealing uh, with you know, these issues, whether it's PTSD or, or you know, schizophrenia or whatever, uh, can find something in this and say, wow, that this is, you know, uh, this is kind of just like what I've been going through or just this kind of thing happened to me. And so uh, that they can see that, wow, you know, this, that there is somebody else out there. That's, that's one of the, the biggest things that I think is most important is knowing when you're dealing with all this, you're not alone. You are absolutely right. I think that's a great way to wrap this up, Leo, is whenever, whatever you're going through, whatever type of traumatic past you are overcoming, whatever type of challenges you have today, you are definitely not alone. There is a survivor community. There are mental health professionals. There, there is a world of people out there at your fingertips in the world of books and the world of online chats and, 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 and support groups who are there to help. So. I am super excited for this current book you have here, Leo, and for the future of the series. And I definitely want to kind of keep tabs on how it's going and learn about how the character in your book really just kind of goes through her journey of exploration and and learning how to overcome the struggles that she's dealing with in the world of mental health. So before we go, man, if you could let everybody know where they could find it um, on Amazon and, and if you have a website or anything, that would be great. Well, the book is called Archangel. It's um, it's the Russian uh, spelling, so it's A R K H A N G E L. Uh, if you you know you go on to Amazon, side of my own, unfortunately, but uh, if you go on Amazon, uh, you can find it there. Uh, my name is Z C C A R I. It's an Italian spelling, uh, so it's it's not your typical C H Y, uh, but uh, that's where where you can find it. Um, you can find my um, Patreon account uh, if anybody wants to, you know, join. It's uh, patreon.com uh, forward slash Leo Zach, L-E-O-Z-A-C. Uh, you can become a Patreon uh, and, and really kind of, you know, keep me writing. I do have, if you look at the cover of the book, uh, that's, I just want to say a couple of things about that. The Design was my my concept. Uh, there's a, a young lady wearing this kind of modified kimono. Uh, that was something I designed. If if people like that, you can actually order one of those, uh, and you can have one made for you as well. Uh, and the young lady on the cover is actually uh, this uh, uh, young lady named Mackenzie. Uh, wonderful person. Uh, her whole family is just so great. And she actually, let me tell you, Matt, I know how to pick them because she modeled for this, this cover and we, we did a photo shoot and everything. And she went on to become, I think she was Miss Teen model, Miss Teen New Jersey model or something like that. Uh, so her wow, model dude. Yeah, her, <laughs> she's really taken off. And uh, I'm really, really proud to be associated with her. And I was just so uh, amazed that. Uh, you know, she ended up uh, modeling for the book and, and uh, she's such a great person. So, uh, you know, I, 
uh, I always believe, you know, love yourself and surround yourself with people who are, you know, amazing people. And, you know, I'm just, I'm really fortunate to have had that happen. Absolutely, man. This has been great. I will definitely put links in the show notes to the book. And yes, the the cover is is a very unique design. And so um, I'll put that in the blog post as well. So congrats on the book release, man. I'm looking forward to the rest of it. And definitely keep in touch as you continue to write. And I'd be happy to help you promote it. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. Thanks for listening to Beyond Your Past, part of the Mental Health News Radio Network. Information shared on this podcast is intended for educational and informational purposes only and is not a substitute for or supersedes professional medical help or mental health counseling. Thank you again to my sponsors, INLPcenter.org and Daily Recovery Support. I hope you'll consider checking them out as they've joined forces to help keep the lights on here at the podcast and help Beyond Your Past reach as many as possible with a message of hope. If you'd like to learn more about working with me as your coach, or if you're curious about what life coaching is and how it might be right for you, then head on over to beyondyourpast.com and claim your free one-hour session where we can talk about the struggles in your life in the areas of anxiety and trauma recovery and see if coaching might be a great fit for you. Thanks again for listening, and I do hope that you'll subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, and share it with all your friends. See you next time.